I'm talking with actor Paul Wilson back on the show. So good to have you back. And thank you so much for your time today. I'm sure, as always, you've got like 100 things going on. You know, this is the time of year where things kind of start to heat up to in terms of productions, like get them done in, in fourth quarter. So I've got a little movie I'm going to go shoot in Knoxville with the guy who was um, Robert Taylor, who was the sheriff in Longmire. Ooh, okay, it's cool. Gonna be a, it's a really beautiful script that's kind of semi-autobiographical as written by and produced by the guy who more or less you know when he was 29 years old decided to go back to medical school and he was met with wait what uh who are you um come on you're not like a junior and you're gonna you're you're a little bit more advanced than others so and i play one of the dare i say bad guys who thwarts his path you have one of those looks. You could be the nice guy, but you could really play a good bad guy. I could see you with those eyes, and that's what an actor is. You're well-versed, Paul. You know, you just jump out of bed and go, what is it now? What character am I going to be next? Uh, now, you were texting me the other day about a movie you're doing with Dean Kane. Tell me about that. Such a sweet guy. So that movie is in post-production. I just recorded some ADR for it, you know, which is additional dialogue recording. So I'm the bad guy. Wait a minute. You're the bad guy in that movie, too? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so that story is called Radar, The Adventures of the Robotic Dog. And Radar is an acronym for a remote activated bloom acquiring robot. I play this guy who, you know, lives, well, is currently uh, sequestered to a insane asylum. And in the beginning of the movie, he breaks out with his sidekick, played by the great Ricky Wayne, who is a local actor here who was in Bloodline and done tons of movies and tons of TV shows, a heck of an actor. And so he and I kind of concoct this plan to make this robotic dog to go find Spanish doubloons buried off the coast of Florida. And the city of Dunedin is the star. The real star is Dunedin. Oh, wow. Now, how cool is that? But the mayor is played by Dean Kane. And he's a little, how shall I say this, duplicitous. <laughs> so he kind of gets into the plan of, I want to find Spanish galleon and treasure buried off the coast. That sounds so cool. Well, you're in it, so of course it's cool. But uh, with Dunedin, too, I had no idea. That's awesome. Now, tell me about The Conjuring. Let's kind of just summarize The Conjuring for everybody because Halloween's coming up the next six weeks or so. They're going to be showing the three Conjuring movies, Conjuring 1, 2, and 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is the one you were in, and they are all crazy. We shot it in 2019, and then we're ready for a September release. And all of a sudden, European markets started showing this weird strain of a virus. And Warner Brothers went, wait a minute, hold on. Let's just kind of hunker down and test the movie with audiences and just do what we got to do. The audience testing actually helped us make for a better movie. Then it went into a couple reshoots. And this is the story of Ed and Lorraine Warren, played by the great Patrick Wilson. <laughs> yes. Of course. And Vera Farmiga. And so they were the only couple that were ever really not uh, clergy being anointed, if you will, or allowed to perform exorcism. So the, the movie begins with a really rock'em, sock'em exorcism of the character who plays my son. We're just kind of a simple family that all of a sudden my son's doing weird things. What's going on? Let's call in the pros. So there's Conjuring 1, there's Conjuring 2, and then there's Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Will there be a Conjuring 4? There will absolutely be a Conjuring 4. 
unfortunately, your friend here uh, may not be in it because oh. the our time dated moment was set in the 80s. So Conjuring Three: The Devil Made Me Do It was set in like 82 or 81. Okay, and it was it's based on a book called The Devil in Connecticut. They are all such crazy movies. I mean, talk about horror movies for Halloween. Uh, and if there's a Conjuring 4, then Patrick, your brother, Patrick Wilson, will definitely be in it. Well, he has to. I mean, he's he's the guy he's playing the guy. Yeah. Well, how do I how do I turn this subject around? What about Christmas? You have any other Christmas movies coming up? We talked about one you just did last year, uh, a new lease on Christmas. Is that coming back? And what's that about? Uh, I play this kind of industrialist that, you know, wants to take this mall or this in this case, this old coffee shop and turn it into a mall and then my daughter falls in love with the guy who's the barista. And next thing you know, that <laughs> kind of gets in the way of my industrial plan. You know, <laughs> but it's a sweet little movie. It should be on Ion in December. A new lease on Christmas. I'm actually writing a movie right now. Really? A movie that includes the mob. Wow. Paul, you you are like the multitasking man. You've got your hands in so many different projects and things happening. I don't know how you keep it together, but everything is always great. Well, it's fun. And I think for anyone listening that, you know, cares, find something that makes you jump out of bed every day and then keep doing it. And I call it the snowplow effect. Eventually, if you believe in what you do, and you become what you want to become, even if it's just, you know, a dream or two away, then people will get out of your way. Paul, always a pleasure to talk to you. You are fantastic. And I really appreciate all your time. You're so good. Anytime. My Christy and I connection.